Gabrielle Marie, philosopher, entrepreneur with almost 10 years of career and business mentoring under my belt. My purpose in life? World peace, of course, but in a slightly humbler fashion, helping people to say fuck it and free themselves from the stuff that keeps them from living fully. Get unstuck. Get unstuck. Hi, it's Monday and I'm back from New York City. The two weeks that I spent there were amazing. This was by far the best trip that I ever went on. And I can't wait to go back because, you know, there is just something about being in New York City as an entrepreneur. There is an energy that I can't find anywhere else. But for some strange reason, or maybe not so strange, because I'll tell you all about it in a minute... This trip also made me start thinking about fear and how we sabotage ourselves from achieving our dreams. We're all capable of great things, but very often we let fear get in the way. We keep ourselves small and play it safe instead of taking risks and pursuing what we want. I used to think this was about being afraid of failing, because if you never try anything new or challenging, you can't fail, right? But I'm not so sure anymore. I used to think that I feared my dreams because I couldn't make them come true. But now, after many years of achieving my goals and helping so many other people achieve theirs, I think there might be something else going on. I'm not afraid I won't make it. I'm actually afraid that I will. I'm afraid of what I perceive to be the enormity of my dreams. And New York City definitely unlocked that feeling for me. When I founded a software security startup back in 2015, I felt it too, but it was different. The dream then was to try and see if it could work. When you put yourself in that headspace, you're not too attached to the outcome. Of course, you always want it to succeed, but since you haven't done it before, it's healthy to be a little bit cautious about the potential success of your enterprise. At least, that's how I approach new things that I do, and what I encourage my clients to do as well. You can't know for sure that something you've never done before will work, or even, and this is more important, that you're going to like it. However, you can have a goal and do your best to achieve it. If you do perfect, if you don't, it's actually no big deal because you're on a learning curve and you did learn something. And that learning will make it easier for you to succeed next time. So when I embarked on that startup adventure in New York City back then, it was all about taking the plunge without really knowing where I would land. And I was okay with that because it was also new. Now that startup did work out and I'm not associated with the project anymore, but that's because of personal reasons. I really hope it's still going well and I'm proud that I've been part of it. But this most recent trip was different because my dreams are no longer small or new. I've done many things since, including investing in other people's businesses, building a successful international coaching practice, and even writing a book that's now in its third edition that sells really well online. More recently, I've started incubating a new startup in the DEI and inclusivity field, and I'm fundraising for new and exciting initiatives. So I'm eight years further along my entrepreneurial journey since launching that first startup. 
It's really crazy how life works. As a creative generalist, I know I need variety to stay engaged and inspired to do my best work. When I start to feel the itch, you know, that internal jitter that tells me it's time to start thinking about something else or something new, I've actually learned to follow it. What's cool about it is that the new thing I decide to go for always builds on what I've done before. That's the glue that I so often talk about. Creative entrepreneurs or people with multiple interests and passions can look very disorganized to the outside world. It's often unclear to others why we like what we like or do what we do, right? But it's not really unclear to us because we are the glue. We're the common denominator that makes everything come together and make sense. And that's certainly true for me and the new projects that I'm putting together. So even though what I'm doing now is a logical continuation of my journey so far, combining everything that I've learned, believe in and am passionate about, and that I want to create more of in the world, it also feels so much bigger and scarier. The reason is, I believe that I can't tell myself anymore that I'm just a beginner I can't pretend that I haven't learned a thing or two about business or that I haven't done some of this before. I don't really believe that it won't work out. In fact, if I put my mind to it, there is a big chance it will and that I will get what I want. And this is really the scary bit. Big dreams come with big life changes, big responsibilities and big transitions. And this is why sometimes we sabotage ourselves, because it's more comfortable to stay where we are, even if we know it's not where we want to be, because it's familiar, it's cozy, it's warm, it's easy, it's a little blanket, you know. We're sitting in our comfort zones, minding our business, and we don't really want to leave, even though we know we could be or do so much more. One of the major fears that show up with big dreams is obviously the fear of failure. But it's not the only one, perhaps not even the main one. Life is more challenging, messier and more complicated when trying to go after your dreams. It's also so much richer and more adventurous and exhilarating and meaningful and far more rewarding than just sitting on the sidelines of your life. It led me to wonder why we sabotage ourselves from achieving great things. Why do we keep ourselves small when we want so much more deep down inside? There is an excellent book about this, which is called The Upper Limit by Gay Hendricks, and I'll link it in the show notes. What the book says, it's that it's a normal phenomenon, right? You grow, you up-level, you go up, but every time those dreams get bigger, and every time you have to be able to fit new shoes. So the real icky, scary piece, I believe, is this. To achieve big dreams, we have to become different people. If you want to be the CEO of a social impact startup in New York City, you must find the courage to fill those shoes. If your dream is to become a thought leader or an investigative journalist who shares strong opinions, you must grow into the person with that voice. In a society that tells us not to shine too much, to be humble, cautious, you know, to fear change and uncertainty, it's not easy to believe we can grow into the people we need to be to fit our dreams. And that, to me, is the main reason why we're afraid of our dreams. Am I worthy of my dreams? 
Can I be the person that I imagine living this dream? Can I really fit those shoes? I believe we can. We can become the people our dreams are asking us to be. There is a story behind every vision of ourself. And if we take the time to find out what that story is, we will understand why it matters so much to us and why we should keep pursuing it, no matter how scary or uncomfortable it might feel at times. Once you're clear about the story you believe about yourself, you can also tell yourself a new one. The one in which you become bigger than your fear, bolder than your doubts and wiser about yourself and your capabilities. If you don't believe me, let me share with you two of my favorite examples. The first one is a client of mine who always wanted to be a creative entrepreneur, but never dared to leap. She was afraid of failing, but mostly of succeeding. She had a corporate job and it was draining her. And she was recovering from a severe burnout when we started working together. What she found out about her story was that she'd been taught since childhood to conform, to fit into a box and not stand out in any way. So even though she really yearned for big challenges and creativity, to call herself an artist because she was a brand designer, but also a painter, a dancer, and even a jewelry maker, it wasn't easy for her to go against what felt so familiar, which was to be like a small fish in a big pond. Now, once she realized why this dream mattered so much to her, going after it became easier because it no longer was just about succeeding or failing at something in the future, but rather about honoring who she truly was. The number one reason she succeeded, I believe, is that she saw that she could become the artist her dreams needed her to be. And she did, because she now has a beautiful portfolio business selling art, offering art therapy workshops to help people heal from stress and burnout. And she's even taking the first steps to creating a hub for artists and creatives to come together. The second example is my own story. When I was growing up, we didn't have much. My parents were lower middle class at best, My mom was a stay-at-home mom and my father was a hard-working man for sure, but also a human with many complex and traumatic personal issues. Growing up in that environment was challenging. Nothing about it invited my siblings or me to think big, to imagine a bright future for ourselves or even to recognize our worth. As much as I wanted to rise above all of that, I often felt incredibly small and powerless And it took me many years of personal growth and taking leaps of faith to finally understand that my dreams didn't have anything to do with my parents or the situation that I was born in. They were invitations from a part of myself that could see what was possible for me far beyond the limitations and the struggles of my upbringing. Now, these stories, they show us that we can grow into the people our big dreams require. But it always starts with self-awareness, understanding why a dream matters to you and how you can become a bigger, better version of yourself to make it come true. It's not easy, right? Our biography, our past experiences, our upbringing, they can never entirely go away and they will keep influencing everything that we think and the way that we see the world. But it is still worth it. This is why fear 
I believe, can signal you're doing something right. Often, after a first coaching session, when clients have defined the goals that we will work on together, like big goals, you know, they tell me they're afraid when I ask them how they feel. And I love it when they say that because it's a sign for me that we're on the right track and that what they envision really matters to them. Because if what you are creating or imagining feels scary or even terrifying, it's probably because your dream is worth making real. And it means at least one thing. It requires you to grow, to step out of your comfort zone, to look differently at your life and what is possible, and to expand yourself beyond who you know yourself to be today. In this way, your dreams somehow become a doorway to personal growth if only you're brave enough to follow them. Which is my advice. Please do. It's really cool. So don't be afraid of your dreams. Step into them bravely and embrace what comes next with curiosity and courage because you never know where they will take you. Believe in your power to fill those shoes because if you do, I promise you that you will not regret it. Okay, we're done for today. So hopefully this episode inspired and motivated you to pursue your dreams no matter how daunting they may be. And remember, you don't have to know everything in advance. At a certain moment, when you have a tiny, tiny parachute, you can take the leap because you can just like build a bigger parachute as you're going down. And, you know, fear is often a sign that we're on the right track and that it's worth doing whatever it takes to make our dreams come true. So don't let yourself be held back by fear or stress or anxiety or not really knowing exactly where you go if you have a goalpost an id my invitation is to try and go for it now before we go here's this week's fuck it let's do it experiment and this week i want you to think about one dream or id that you've had for a while that feels scary overwhelming or terrifying you know you want to do something but you just can't get yourself to do it Now spend some time reflecting on how you can become the person that is capable of making this dream come true. Recognize what knowledge or skills that you might need to develop to make it happen. What kind of relationships do you need to build? What beliefs do you need to cultivate? What needs to change about your life? What new shoes do you have to buy? Then take one step towards becoming that person. And if you're feeling up to it, here's a little act of daily rebellion for this week. Fake it until you make it. And with that, I'm not saying you go out and lie to everybody. I mean, we're not talking about that, but we're talking about when you have this feeling of being an imposter, not being able to do something, not having the confidence to do it. Pretend that you already have the courage, the strength, the knowledge to make your dream come true. And imagine and ask yourself, how would you think, talk and act differently if you did? And then this week, be that person and see how your life changes. Thanks for listening. Until next time, remember to own your power and take control of your life. Take care, have fun and be kind to yourself. Bye. Just
a heads up, I'm not a therapist or doctor. If you're not feeling your best mentally or physically and you need some help, please make sure to consult with a medical professional or a therapist.